0: Welcome to Disco Coolia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Disco Coolia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Disco Coolia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at Discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. Mad in the Meta, Mad on YouTube, Mad on the Stick, Learn from Minnesota, Puzzle Play and visible Mad. This is our podcast for week 21 in 2022, and we welcome Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Disco Coolia Services, to help us make sense of the link for this week. Welcome, Dr. Schroeder.
1: Thank you so much on this almost Memorial Day weekend.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, uh, it's it's great that you could make the time to be here because we do have a couple of very interesting links. Matt uh, here and Matt there and Matt everywhere and so and then Visible Matt. We, we need your help to sort all of this out. Now, let's start at the beginning. And it says, Matt in the Meta, or Meta, or Mita.
1: <laughs> yes, I yes. don't even
0: know how you pronounce it, let, let alone that I know what it means.
1: Well, um, as far as uh, pronunciation, maybe I'm not the first person to ask because <laughs> I speak with an accent.
0: You're a lovely accent. I
1: say Meta, but whatever that is from my, from my past in Europe. So basically the first uh, link that you mentioned, that was from uh, Robert Kaplinski and it is from Open Middle. Now this is not the Open Middle School, but Middle as in the Open Middle part of a question. That there are multiple ways to solve it and I love that uh, approach. So what you see here is an explanation and a demo video that he has created with some other math teachers. And they show a math lesson how that could be done uh, in virtual reality. Okay. Now, the online artificial life, basically, that um, our old uh, Facebook founder Mark Zuckerbergs keep talking about. So, here it is uh, in action. Okay. And apparently... Um, he believes that using a huge device on your eyes, it's a big white
0: thing, <laughs> right.
1: will be the way we, uh, we are going to interact with others um, using avatars in the future. And uh, that will be the, con- the, the, the way we can conduct meetings and even classes. Okay. So, well, I'm, I'm not so sure yet. But it's a nice demo. I'm always interested in uh, new devices. I tried it out myself several times. It's definitely uh, really uh, engaging. And I have to say, there are some advantages. Like less travel, uh, less uh, uh, full roads, uh, and uh, less air pollution. So... Uh, also, no issues that teenagers may, may start worrying about uh, how they look because they all use an avatar and they can change their avatar.
0: <laughs> Finally, you can look great. Absolutely.
1: But I have to say the human contact and interaction can, in in my view, um, not be replaced. It, it, it's, it will not be optimal, but um, it can be very uh, effective. And um, it may... Definitely be something that that the next generation is uh, is interested in.
0: Okay, well, uh, I'm excited, and we'll be waiting for those uh, times. Then um, you know when we uh, when we get to uh, sit around with a with a maybe we can do a podcast. You know with avatars. But anyway, the next link is about Matt on YouTube. I thought that was already a thing, right?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, and. Um Uh, This this posting is uh, just a shout out to Abacus, uh, who has reviewed no less than uh, 30 math and science YouTube uh, channels. And you can see what the math content is, and um, where it is, get some information on it, so it's um, a nice overview. Uh, it's on brilliant.org. Uh, they mentioned brilliant.org. Uh, it's one of the things that I've been uh, using. And I have to say that not all of those channels are actually suitable for people with dyscalculia.
0: So it's why uh, the general math and.
1: Uh, general math. Um, and uh, there are several that are really uh, geared up towards people who are. Inclined to do uh, math and, and even higher level math. Okay. So, however, um, maybe it's not for, not all of it is for our people with dyscalculia, but it's still a great resource for uh, teachers and tutors. Um, TED-Ed, for instance, is there. And Uh, uh we, we love those yeah, people. Yeah. And, and obviously Khan Academy, um, which uh, also has a... a apart part for children, so check that one out. Um, it's it's just a listing to keep an eye on and um, maybe bookmark it. So if you need to find another um, YouTube channel for a specific goal in in math uh, teaching, then and you know where it is and you can okay. find it back. Okay. Well,
0: the link. Nice is on, uh, yeah, the link is on our website, uh, discoculiaheadlines.com. And, uh, and so bookmark that link and it'd um, th- th- be good to have a listen like that. Now the next link is about Matt on a Stick. It's a bit funny I guess. It has something to do with Minnesota, right? What can we learn here?
1: Yeah, um, this is actually um, presented at the Minnesota State Fair oh. and it's made by um, the Minnesota State Fair Foundation. And uh, they have put a lot of activities together. It's a wonderful uh, hands-on action for children to work with math. Uh, they can, for example, download a card or get one from the booth, obviously, that's, that's over there uh, at the fair. And fill in the card with items they find that, have, um, or that come in the, in the numbers that they are asking for. Like a dog has four legs, or there are 20 carts on a ferris wheel, something like that. So they, they start looking around at their environment and seeing that uh, you can count a lot of things. Uh, notice the numbers that, that you have there is a really wonderful idea. And it can be used at any school fair, so to say. Neighborhood parties, on vacation with your uh, children. Um, they, uh, for instance, uh, show... Uh, pattern machines and stepping stones with numbers on it. Uh, Easy to make with uh, some chalk on on your uh, front porch. So options enough to do something with numbers that are fun and that you can just do in the summer because that our summer is near and please uh, don't forget the numbers over the long summer because many kids forget so much of their math. It's called the summer slide. That would be uh, a pity. So this is one of the options that you can yeah. uh, use to prevent that.
0: Yeah, it sounds like something that uh, other states could uh, could adopt. Uh, leave it to uh, the folks in Minnesota. Good, good deal. Now the next link is about puzzle play. Are we talking about
1: jigsaws? Yeah. Also, it's it's an easy way to um, boost early spatial. Um, uh, and, and math learning. So it's basically an, an article. It's a research that shows that children who play puzzles are later on uh, better able to uh, do math. Okay. It's written by Suzanne Levine from the University of Chicago. And um, she is uh, also referring to the DREME, or DREAM, uh, family math project. with was a lot of really good... Uh, math activities for uh, preschoolers. We have mentioned uh, this uh, website a few uh, weeks before, I, am, uh, I remember. And um, here they, they refer to it, but also, also they res- uh, describe in this article um, what activities are specifically beneficial to develop uh, math. For instance, if you rotate shapes, or when they are flipped, and these spatial skills are are often forgotten. We think that math is only about uh, counting and writing down uh, numbers, but that is definitely not so. And here they really zoom into the spatial skills that support uh, the understanding of math and science, and have actually also been shown to predict children's later success in uh, STEM, so worth Um, giving attention to it, and the article in the link also gives some suggestions, very practical, on how you could work with your children to get them into that. For for example, families can get even more out of puzzle play by using words and hand gestures that support spatial thinking, like making balancing motions with your hands when talking about things that are equal. Okay. And, uh, for instance, mentioning shapes like, oh, that piece is uh, short and curved and we are actually looking for a long triangle. And describe also the blank space that needs to be uh, filled up uh, in, in a puzzle. Make your own jigsaw puzzles by cutting any paper into pieces and putting the pieces back together pictures of your family, that's always that's, a winner. Yeah,
0: that must be your favorite.
1: We'll really get them uh, yeah, putting, engaged. You
0: know, cutting grandma up and then putting her back together.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now, praising children's effort and letting them do puzzles on their own helps to build confidence. Right. Remember, please don't praise them for being smart, as that may lead to anxiety and avoidance because then they will be afraid that there will be a time that they won't be smart anymore when they cannot find right, the right recipes right right, right. yes, So yes, just right. praise the things they can control, like working hard, trying, spending time on it, not giving up, those type of things. Okay. Okay,
0: good suggestions, good suggestions and fun. Now, uh, that already brings us to the last link for this week, and uh, it talks about uh, physical... Math. That's important, right? To get very,
1: visible. very important, absolutely. Uh, this is at uh, atm.org at UK from, uh, from uh, Great Britain, as you can understand. And uh, two teachers at uh, Stoke Newington School and Pete Wright, a lecturer in uh, math at UCL in London, um, Math Education Institute, um, have put together uh, this uh, post. And children too often get the impression that math only exists in their math books. And they only need to complete their work for the teacher instead of that it's useful for them, their own life. And learning happens a lot faster when they know what the math is used for and see visible examples of the math and of the concept that they are working with. So, like I said, these three people... um, Explore how to make pedagogy more visible, and the impact it has on uh, on all the students' engagement, and also then for the progress in mathematics. And uh, they actually have focused here on students from disadvantaged uh, backgrounds, so they they really need it most. And they use video-recorded lessons, peer-observed lessons, student surveys and targeted interviews, all to find out what is most successful for the students. Now, the early findings include that uh, students continue to enjoy having the opportunity to discuss why we do what we do in class.
0: Right. They want to know what what it all is.
1: Exactly. There are actually valuable conversations to have and to take time to do in lessons instead of immediately zooming into uh, calculating fractions. Right. 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 So this was consistent with the response they had after the first year cycle uh, with students being more on board with us why uh, we use these uh, learning structures in uh, a classroom. Now, as a result, this seemed to positively affect the level of engagement in the classroom over time. They also found that students understood the reasons why we used a specific method. It's called the green box method. And you see several uh, color-coded boxes on one page that um, help them through word problems. Like, uh, first, think about what is the question asking me? What information do I already have? Okay, we got that. Then, what math will I be using? If they have decided on that, what calculations or working out do I now need to do? And eventually, how can I check? And I think it's so important because that's so often forgotten. Um, how can I check that my answer is correct that it makes sense? And then... Uh, the authors were able to rank the primary reasons uh, what you need to do, and they put that on the top, like um, in in what I just mentioned, those four color-coded boxes that the uh, students used as a structure to solve word problems. Now, um, also, they got a lot of responses about which questions should go where, but from the video uh, stimulated reflection meeting it became clear that uh, this was due to slight changes in how we presented the reasons and the emphasis we put on H. but even the discussion of what, you sh- what should you do first is already helping the kids to wrap their mind around uh, a word problem. Now also the students show uh, a way more developed understanding um, about questions such as, um, what does the teacher do to help you be successful? And that actually helps them to ask uh, for help in a good way and and enhance that communication. So as usual in research, there's always a little (laughs) bit more work to be done.
0: Right, here comes the disclaimers (laughs) at the end of the
1: commercial. Yeah, yeah, but what we know, we know, but there is more to be known. It's a fantastic start, very useful, something to follow. So uh, I I really love it when uh, research is used to improve actual teaching and then when it trickles down to the classroom. Absolutely. That's where the research uh, is being done.
0: Absolutely. Well, thank you, Dr. Schroeder, for your insights. Hope to see you again next week. Uh, Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Disco Services, and uh, she's on a roll because she is trying to get as many Disco tutors as we can in this year. Now, the summertime is coming up. It is the absolute best time for you to get yourself acquainted with what Disco Coolia is. And there is no better method than to go to discoculiatutortraining.org and explore Dr. Schroeder's training right there